How is everyone doing? Hot Rod Rodney Dyer here with Heel Radio Podcast. And I just wanted to know, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Uh, When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my shows into all these apps where people like to listen? How do I make money from my own podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is simply Anchor. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and so easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. This means you can get paid for your podcast right away. I love Anchor. Um, it helps me do everything I need to do with my podcast. So, if you're always wanting to start a podcast, uh, start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. Um, join me um, in this diverse community of podcasts ready to use. Um, that is anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. And don't forget to go over to Hill Radio and check out my podcast. Have a great day. Welcome to Hill Radio. I'm your host, Hot Rod Rodney Dye, and we are back with another action-packed episode. Raw review, review after Raw. Pretty exciting. Um, pretty great Raw. I think it was. Um, you know, got some great segments. We are we're gonna have our guest back, uh, Sky Dog Clayton Haynes. He's gonna be on the show in just a second. But you know, we had a, a great show. Um, so another big return happened. Um, and we got another title match going on, so that's pretty cool. Um, so stay tuned. Let me get Scott Dog on the line, and we'll be right back with you guys. And hey, welcome back to Hill Radio again. I'm your host, Hot Rod Rodney Dye, and we have Sky Dog Clayton Haynes with us. What's up, Clayton? What's up, Hot Rod? What's up, Dude. man? How, how, how's your week been going? Man, I'm doing pretty good. I've been doing this uh, Hangman Page um, full gear challenge. Um, yeah. Really trying to get in, in shape. It's been paying off, man. So a lot of uh, smart eating, a little bit of working out. Um, starting, starting to see some results, man. That's good. I, I, I've been seeing some of the stuff I've been posting. Pretty pretty legit, pretty legit, brother. So uh, did you catch Raw this tonight did you watch all of it yeah i mean i skipped one match um you you can guess which one i'll I'll let you guess you get three guesses first two don't count uh yeah um no match yeah we we can get into it later but yeah i watched most of it absolutely i watched all the segments um except for one but uh, no, I I watched it too. Actually, I watched some of it. Um, I was in and out. I was, you know, I caught all the segments. I didn't catch all the matches. But, um, it, like from what I saw, uh, it was pretty uh pretty gr- good show. wasn't as good as last week's, obviously. But uh, we start out with you know Roman, and uh, he's come. He comes out. You know, he's like talking, saying there's only one thing standing between him and you know the universal title pretty much. And he was like, it was Seth Rollins, you know, and he called out, called out Seth Rollins. And I was thinking at this moment, I was thinking, Oh my gosh, he's about to, you know, maybe I was like, maybe hopefully he like punch him or something, you know, and be like, it's my title or something. Cause I never lost it or whatever. I, I was going to mark out if that happened, but that didn't happen. Um, but he basically was like, you know, you deserve it. You know, beat the beast at WrestleMania. I just want to get the show back together for one last time. What do you think about that so far? Cool. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. I like how they played with it a little bit. Um, um, they, they, uh, Seth Rollins teased it. He was like, look, man, I know where your head's at. Look, you deserve this title too. You deserve this title shot too. Um, and then when he did that, you could see, you could see they paused for a second and let the crowd react. They were in Philadelphia. Philly's a notoriously of it, it, it's one of those towns, man, that it's a big wrestling town. I mean, I'm thinking about ECW one night stand when you know all the F F U Cena and all this kind of stuff that happened in Philly. Um 
some of the biggest boos ever um, happened in Philly. And we did get a little booing once Seth Rollins said, um, you deserve the shot. You know, you deserve a title shot too. There, It wasn't like a half and half. It was probably, you know, 85% uh, cheer, but there was some boos. Um, and then after that, um, you know, Roman was like, I thought you knew everything. Nope, that's not that's not what I want at all. You know, <laughs> he'd say, I want to get the band back yeah. together. I love that they, that they teased it, um, that they teased that happening or that they teased not a turn so much, but they did tease what could potentially happen after Seth Rollins wins, if he wins. Um, they teased what yeah. Which I'm curious now, since Roman's back, did Seth Rollins lose at WrestleMania? Dude, I think what if what if Roman cost them the match at WrestleMania? Dude, there's no way. Dude, that'd be so man, I want I want Roman to be healed so bad. But um, I mean here's the thing. Every time the know, shield so gets back together, somebody turns. Everybody has turned and the except last, for Roman. Except Roman. Yeah. Um, maybe setting up. Well, no. Oh, I just got it in my head. He turns and faces Dean at WrestleMania. He turns, at, he turns what now? He turns at Fastlane and faces Dean at WrestleMania. Oh, like he turns on because Seth is going against going against Brock. So Dean versus Roman at Mania. I mean, yeah, that'd be kind of that cool. would be kind of that'd be a weird angle. But I, I would, I would watch. <laughs> I would watch that car wreck. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a car wreck, whatever happens. Um, whatever happens, it's gonna be a car wreck. So hopefully they could smartly book it. Um, I thought that was cool though. I thought it was a good segment. Yeah, and then they call out Dean. You know, they're saying let's get the show back together, and Dean comes out. Walking, he's walking around on the stage like a crazy lunatic guy. As he goes to talk, Elias comes out and hits him with the guitar. Heal Elias <laughs> for uh, the win. This is my favorite. Dude, this was the best Elias we've seen in possibly month. <laughs> like, this is the Elias episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he hits him with the guitar, and then, you know, he Dean's, like, freaking out on the ground like he's in pain. He goes to stand up, the, the Seth and – Roman to try to help yeah. him, and he pushes him away and just walks backstage. Obviously building uh, to what's going to happen later. I think this is their B uh, storyline. If the A storyline is um, what's happening with Becky, Charlotte, um, you know, and um, Rhonda, if that's the, the, if other, the, the other person. If that's the A storyline, then the B storyline of this episode is going to be this right here. Yeah. yeah, and then you know what's crazy? I, I texted you earlier, but I don't. I can't believe they they like said that Dean's not resigning on like television. Did they? I missed that. I was looking for that. Maybe I skipped through it. Um, as he's coming out for the the match against oh, okay. Elias, really? Michael Michael Cole's like the reason they're hinting. Uh, you know, Roman wants to get the Shield back for one last time is because. Dean Ambrose he's, is is not re-signing with the WWE after his contract expires. So, so it was a shoot. I don't know, but I've never heard them ever say something like that on TV never before. Heard. Usually, they keep that. Usually, they keep that stuff backstage. They should have made that. A, <laughs> they should have made that into an angle. Why do they have to say that? Like that should have been like a yeah, like an angle. Like they get victorious at they, they're victorious at fast lane and then. They interview the shield, and then he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna stay or something." Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It was I've never heard that. I was like, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna go out and say it to everybody." <laughs> okay, confirmed. AEW confirmed. <laughs> um, but then the, the the first match of the night was the six man Baron Corbin Lashley and Drew McIntyre versus Kurt Angle, Balor, and Braun Strowman. Oh, uh, this was it was the right match, I guess. Um, um. A lot of good spots. I don't really understand how come Braun Strowman is hurt after he goes throws somebody through the barricade. He's done that before and got right back up. He's the monster, so, the kind of a monster among <laughs> genres. And it was only Leo Rush. Like he wasn't that big of a guy. He could get back up. Anyway. My question about that match is: 
Who's the best jobber, Kurt Angle or Baron Cor- or or, uh, or Finn Balor? Like, why do they continuously get crapped on? Like, Kurt Angle, dude. <laughs> like, why does he take? Why does he have to take that- these insane bumps? And why does this trio keep winning? Like, why are they pushing them so hard? Why did Boom Corbin do over the rope spot six times? <laughs> Dude, accounted. Oh, why is he the top? Drew McIntyre should be the, the like he's the best one in this group. And why is Baron Corbin always having the mic? Like he can't talk. Um, I mean, I, I will say this much: Drew McIntyre, when Drew McIntyre was getting Germaned, he sold it. Like a pro, he <laughs> sold it. Like he jumped into it. Like when he hit, like he grabbed his back. Nobody else really sold it. Like I don't know, man. He, he's a pro, and everybody else looked like trash on the whole on the uh, whole team. On the whole team. Oh, uh, this this segment or this match was a C C plus in my book. Uh, I'm gonna give um, it a. For, I, I didn't. I didn't grade. I mean, I hate six mans. I hate them. It's just a way to get all your talent into one match, and you know it's just cra- it's lazy filler, time filler. I didn't I didn't rate the second the first segment. I gave it a B. But anyway, um, the next match is Natalia versus Ruby Riot. Ugh. <laughs> is this the match you skipped? Oh, you know what? I was lying. I skipped two matches. I skipped that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, ugh. I mean, ugh. I don't. I like Natalia, but. I mean, no. I don't really care about the Riot Squad. Ru- Ruby Riot Squad with me right now. Like, well, Ruby Riot uh, has lost like the last five weeks in a row, so that <laughs> automatically makes them over to me. <laughs> the best person in the in the Riot Squad is Liv Morgan because she's hot. Absolutely. So, um, this is an F match for me. I don't really care about it. Didn't really care. Next, Natalia. Even like, what's her identity? I don't get it. Every time I hear her music, I'm like, yes, Bret Hart's coming back. And then it's never him. Oh, <laughs> man. Next segment. I'm like, yes. Oh, wait. I got to skip it. Next segment's probably either the best segment or second best segment of the night. It's Triple H's, uh, you know, going to kill Batista kind of thing. What are, what's your thoughts on this? I know you texted me I about did, it. I did, I did, I did. So it is confusing. Uh, let me just preface this because I'm about to put it over. So, it's confusing to see Triple H be this weird – I mean, we don't know if he's a babyface. We don't know if he's a heel. One week, he's talking crap about Becky Lynch. The next week, he's talking about Richard Fleer uh, in, a, like, a paternal kind of way, like like it's his dad or his cool uncle. Let's just be honest for a second. We all wish Rick Flair was our uncle. Besides that <laughs> – Besides that, um, <laughs> he, 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 he's a babyface. He's he's big time babyface in this role, so it's confusing to me. But outside of those blurred lines, outside of that, which I think could potentially add to his Hall of Fame, he's going to be a multi time Hall of Famer, guaranteed. But other than that, um, this is the promo that I want to see. This this crescendo that started off, it started off very. Um, he kind of spoke like he was the COO of WWE for a second. And then, kind of breaking the fourth wall, pretty much, not really a pipe bomb, but pretty much a, a, in a very, like, breaking kayfabe kind of way, he comes out of character. And he starts referring to Ric Flair out of character. He starts referring to Richard Fleer's influence on, on not only Triple H, the wrestler, but the man. Um, and he starts putting Triple H over, and he's starting to tell you, like, you just, you know, you, you, Batista, you know, you're just this this guy who quits everything. He started drawing uh, Dave Batista, and he called him Dave. He was like, Dave, you're just this guy who who constantly loses. You're this guy who quits and gives up. You're this guy who attacks people when they're down. You attacked a 70-year-old man. And he, he, he tears up. He tears up. It's just a genuine promo from a guy who's not known to be giving good promos. Let's just be honest. Um, I forgot which wrestler said it, but I think it was The Rock. Triple H's promos can put you to sleep sometimes, but this is most likely, probably in my opinion, one of his top top three promos of his career. I loved it. It was... I mean, the only thing, the only thing that would have made it better for me is if he would have referred to himself as Paul Levesque. That would have done it. That, that, that would have 
put icing on the cake. Right. But yeah, I mean, why? because he kept saying this, what he kept saying, we're not talking about the characters from Warriors. We're not talking about <laughs> these characters. He he should have been like, we're talking about Paul Levesque, exactly, know, kind of thing. I mean, and if you would have done that, I'd have been like, Ooh, yeah. a baby face promo, which you never really get to see good baby face promos anymore. It's usually the heels that are cutting the good promos. As a baby, yo, yeah, we got cut off again. It's because I blew service in my house, so. <laughs> Oh, I got you. Hey, what I was saying though, as a babyface promo, what do you rate this? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. Go ahead. I was gonna say, so as a babyface promo, what do you rate this? As a babyface promo, I'll probably give it about B plus. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I got to go nine out of ten. This is just, just this is just great, great work. Been an A plus if he used his real name, but he didn't. But it, you know, I understand. It's almost when uh, CM Punk cut the, cut the promo on him when he said it's not CM Punk talking to Triple H; it's it's Phil Brooks talking to Paul Levesque. And there's very almost the same. Like there's some very CM Punkish things going on. Like like Dave like Dave used that same line. Do I have your attention now? CM Punk used yeah. that line. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So in the same storyline against Triple H, he used that same. Do I have your attention now, Hunter? Same, same line. And it, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, and, now we're getting, and now we're getting another break the fourth wall promo. So this is just me putting my hat on. What if they're like hinting at CM Punk? David <laughs> to get CM Punk to help him. Oh my God. Now, um, next. Next match we have Heavy Machinery versus in the Gauntlet versus the B Team Ascension and Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Uh, what do you think about this? Oh my gosh! I mean, creative, creative. We haven't seen that in a while, right? Um, the Gauntlet or the Tag Team Gauntlet? Yeah, I mean, I, I would much rather have that than like a tag team six or you know conglomeration of all the tag teams in one match. Um, it was a more creative way to get all of these people's faces in there. Um, yeah. When you pair it with like the stupid backstage segment in the locker room where the Ascension guys were like talking crap about heavy machinery. Um, it was a creative way. I like to see the B team. As you know, they're one of my favorite tag teams. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. They really are. Uh, you know, Tucker and, and Dozer. They're cool, man. They're, they're okay, but I just – how long is it going to be before they start getting jobbed out? I mean, they just – to me, I don't know. I don't see the star appeal. I don't see the they're, – they're, they're not what I'm – if I'm if I'm looking for tag team wrestling, they're not the team that I'm, that I'm rooting for, really. I just don't see it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe, maybe with time, yeah. it'll be over with me, but – you know, I would much rather have seen like a surprise victory or something from a different team on that gauntlet. You know, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't mention this earlier, but we did uh, after the Ruby Riot and tie match. Lacey Evans, you know, came down. Your favorite wrestler. Your favorite God, woman wrestler. You just—is this a rib? Like, is this <laughs> a rib? I don't. I mean. I've I've been looking at her tweets just because sometimes during the day I want to get mad and punch myself in the face. <laughs> uh, she's playing the heel character on you know online. Look, dude, I like heels. I really, I really do. But there's something about this one that just has go away heat to me. Go away. I never want to see you again. Change your gimmick. Um, like at least say something or do something. Just get off my TV because you keep wasting seconds of my life that I can never get back. <laughs> okay, I give the I give the the gauntlet tag team match a C. <laughs> Moving on to uh, Dean Ambrose versus Elias. Sure, probably one of my my favorite matches of the night. Um, man, Elias's promos are legendary. He talked about how Philly sucks and Bryce Harper said this is where he's going to go for his career to die. <laughs> I was like, that was hysterical laughing. Like, um, how I know I'm in Philly is because I see Eagles fans eating horse manure off the side of the street. 
That's awesome, bro. <laughs> um, but there were some good spots this match. You know, Dean Ambrose played his injury real well. Like he went to the top of the rope, uh, top top rope, and he faked his back injury. Dude, that knee off the top rope was sick. Oh, dude. I mean, it made a noise. And then we got the, <laughs> the drift away, which is a signature move. Yeah, I love this match because two jobbers facing each other. You know, one people, one of them's got to win, and our boy won. So Dean Ambrose. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two jobbers versus each other. One of them's got to win. <laughs> and dude, we know that Elias is. You know, he's a shout out to Slop Drop, which is another podcast or Arkansas podcast, and I've I've been DMing with them, and they wanna they wanna do some collaboration content with me and you and them. Um, they're doing really good, and they talk about Elias, and that's that's one of their favorite wrestlers. Um, and they, they compare him to Rick Rude, which is cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a genius. Um, shout out Slop Drop, Rick following Rude. them, follow them on Twitter, Slop Drop Podcast. I do. I, I, I follow both of them, yeah. or both well, on both of my art twitters, the Hill Radio one and Cool um, Man. But, my, my but think about that Rick Rude connection. I mean, same kind of heat. Um, I mean, great, great look, great bodies, great cool moves. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I love some Elias, dude. Like he he will always be over with me. He can talk talk all the crap he wants. That's the kind of hero I like, and he can actually play that guitar too. He's not just a gimmick. Yeah, I love Elias, one of my favorite healers right now. Um, so he got the win, made me pretty happy. Then, uh, you know, the, the, the Shield come out, or then not the Shield, but uh, Rollins and Reigns come out, oh, and they, man. you know, they were like, let's get this, you know, party that together. And Dean's like, nah, I'm out. So he starts going up the ramp. Um, and then Corbin, McIntyre, and Lashley come out, and Corbin proceeds to horribly talk on the mic about how, you know, this is pathetic and all that stuff. And then they attack Reigns and Rollins, and Dean comes back out through the crowd and attacks them. And um, they they get back together, and boom, your fast lane, probably fast lane main event, or one of them, Shield versus those three random dudes. Um, what do you think about this segment, the Shield getting back together? Very touching. Um, very cool. Um, I love – I love Dean Ambrose's character in this. I, I love the resistance. Um, I hope it gets to be that 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 uh, that kind of Dean Ambrose that we talked about last week, where he's just kind of free and flowy and creative. It's like he just don't give two craps. Um, that's the Dean Ambrose I love. Um, did you notice they took the like the siren out of his theme? They did. <laughs> that, that, that's great. Uh, I, I I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> so that's probably one of the weirdest character arcs like he's a germaphobe that is obsessed with bane i don't get it well i'm just confused on it's like this all his whole heel turn and back to face turns happening like uh, like a six week span (laughs) so hard for his heel turn it was one of the coolest unsuspecting segments i was like all right now i'm on board because up until that point I, i i have a a disdain for him a little bit um just because i don't like his punches i don't like the yeah i just don't i don't care for it i don't like i like the john moxley stuff when he was on the hardcore scene i watched some of that and that's not bad yeah. backyard wrestling and all that kind of stuff i like that but the way they try to portray that in the dean ambrose character was to have him be I don't know. I don't even know the word for it, but he would go and do those crazy slap punches when the person's on the ground, and it was obviously not real looking. It just took me out of it. But we did that heel turn. Finally. Dude, I feel back. Like, I started liking him again when he slapped your McIntyre. Dude, <laughs> no, that, 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 he oh, over oh. me when he did that for real. But yeah, the heel, the heel thing was great at first. And then I think it all went to crap when he had that match. With Seth Rollins on that pay per view, what match? What what pay per view was that? TLC event, event dude. Like it, it was just a terrible match. Why do they try to make it a technical match? Like whatever. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Vince didn't like it, and then he only held the Intercontinental Championship for like thirty seven seconds. So. It was a terrible match, and uh, but yeah, so it went to, it went down downhill from that, and I think that's when he really started to get 
probably in his feelings behind him. <laughs> I bet he did. I mean, I'm just imagining what he would think after your boss is just like, hey, that sucked, you know? <laughs> but in the, Start attacking people. <laughs> you know? Um, but I, I'm liking this. That, that segment was great. It pulled on heartstrings. Um, and then Roman's face. I loved it. When Roman's face, when Dean finally put his hand in the middle, it was like, baby, we just got a license to print gold, baby. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was cool. Okay, Dusty Rose. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's going to turn him, pin him off the chair. Oh, dude, please. I mean, if that happens, oh. I'm pretty good at calling stuff. You already know. This. I'm going to be kind of mad, though, because he's uh, finally over. He's oh, oh, you don't think he'll be over as a heel? Come on, I don't know, and I know the rules. You have to be over as a baby face before you can be before you can be a heel. I get that, but dude, it would just be one of the biggest WTF moments. And the thing too, like, <laughs> and the thing too is, where do you go from there? You know, where do you go after that? Book that. I don't know, but at WrestleMania, it should be Roman versus John Cena, loser turns heel match. <laughs> That'd be my favorite thing ever. <laughs> like, and, and dude, John Cena. Let me just debunk this right now. Let me just let me just squash the rumors. So, okay, let me just squash the rumors. How can he go and be this poster boy for leukemia and cancer if he's healed? <laughs> Not happening. Not in the card because he's a heel. Because he's a heel baby, because he'd be like, oh, I was just, like, I remember that time Alexa was, like, for the kids and stuff. I was just kidding. Y'all fell for it. That would be amazing, dude. I, I'd crap my pants. I wish. That ain't happening. Now I'm going. Now I'm Roman Reigns. finally got that John Cena tier. He's reached that tier of John Cena where he can, like, he has a cause. John Cena's is what? Never give up? So what's Roman's going to be, dude? Just get ready for it. Well, I think he, I think... I'm pretty sure last time I checked, John Cena gave up. But um, no, the Bella gave up. Move. <laughs> Moving on to probably the other match you skipped: uh, Sasha Banks versus Tamina. Did you know why I skipped that match? Because no one likes any of those people. Okay, no, no, no. Sasha Banks like, and Bailey. I know you don't like Nia Jax. Sasha Banks and Bailey. I'm cool with those chicks. I love those chicks, man. I love them. Okay, uh, but. It's the other side. Why do we keep getting this match, bro? You're so mad. You hate Nia Jax so much. <laughs> Why do we keep getting this? Come on, bro. Well, but we can't. You can't give it to her. Like she had one of the greatest moments ever when she when she entered the Royal Rumble. Oh my God! You're trying to trigger me right now, dude. <laughs> dude. Let's all be honest. Who'd you Who'd you think was in the 30th spot at the Royal Rumble? I knew I knew there was going to be some schmoz. I knew it wasn't going to be Kofi Kingston. I thought he was going actually. I thought he was going to enter the women's Royal Rumble, um, but when he did, you mean you mean, you mean our truth? Yeah, who did I say? Kofi Kingston. Kofi. <laughs> you can edit it out. All right, cool. So our truth. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be our truth, um, but I was like, what are they going to do? What are they going to book? You know, maybe maybe we skip to the backstage and we see our truth. Getting beat up by what was that, Lars Sullivan or something? Um, yeah. You know, maybe that was going to happen. Um, I thought it was going to be some court, some sort of you know swappy finish like that. Um, but 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 then we get then we get disappointed. Then we get disappointed. Um, <laughs> now, did my jaw drop? Absolutely. And I was like, somebody please come out and kick that kick her. You know, just trip or do something. Hope a fan jumps out and gets her, you know. <laughs> but the, the coolest moment in Royal Rumble happened when my dude RKO. The RKO was great, but my my dude, um, uh, my, my my dude, um, I'm drawing a freaking blank right now, man. Uh, super kicked her. Oh, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Nick Neiman. It was it was Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Oh, Nikki. Oh, Nick, when Dolph Ziggler super kicked her, I was like, there we go. There we go. Let's get it in. And then what, the RKO happened? Dude. Yeah. I popped, I popped out of my chair. 
Moving on from uh, Sky Dog's hatred of Nia Jax um, and Lacey Evans, <laughs> what do you think about that crazy segment with that those dudes, uh, Colin Jost, and all them? Man, yeah, I, I, I so I've been turning. So I'm a longtime fan of SNL, but now that it's over politicized, I don't pay attention to it. I mean, every comedy sketch, every sketch I want is about Trump or something. Now, I'm tired of it. Um, but I do like the weekend update from time to time uh, because they're more broad spread. And so um, Colin Jost is pretty funny. Um, I thought the segment where he was like, this is all fake, right? You know, <laughs> and then we get the Braun Strowman um, lift him up. And he's like, does that feel fake or whatever? Dude, Braun Strowman held him up to a commercial break. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what his hands do. Yeah, um, it was it was cool. I, I liked that. That was kind. Of, it reminded me when Vader, you know, when that guy in, in Japan asked Vader, yeah, whatever it was. He's like, "Does that feel fake?" You know, and the Undertaker was just over there, like, "Yeah, you didn't, you didn't got him." Yeah, dude. I, I don't know about it. It was all right, I guess. I mean, speaking of commercial breaks, there were some like weird commercial breaks during this role. I skipped him. You didn't. Like when when the shield came out after Dean lost, they were standing on the stage. You went to commercial break, and then like when it came back on, they were like walking to the ring. I was like, so it took them like five minutes to walk. To the oh no! Let me. It seems like it was pre-taped or something. But let me ask you this: How come in Raw we don't get those little segments where the wrestlers keep wrestling in the tiny screen and on the big screen? Yeah, the- dude. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, maybe because they're moving as Mac or uh, as Fox, and they're gonna do that in Fox. I don't know. And then SmackDown, we maybe because it's taped. Yeah, weird. SmackDown Live is not live all the time. It's taped. Which I'm not gonna get into my hatred for the name SmackDown Live. It should be just SmackDown. It's not Raw Live. But yeah, that's always wrong it's not. Anyway, um, before we get to the next match, I, I, did you ever check out that Undertaker segment where he, you know, he was at the church, man? I loved it, you know. I'm a Mark yeah, man, dude. and I'm a Christian, and like, um, you know that. Me and you're both Christians, and we've talked about our faith privately and stuff, and and to see the Undertaker go to that level and and just talk about his faith in that way, really, really. And I've always respected and loved Undertaker. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, top three. But that really made me just love him even more, man. He just, um, I thought that was. Yeah, he has the same. To me, it's like he has he has the same feelings we do. You know, he was scared to go to church. He thought people were going to judge him. You know, exactly. And then he finally went, and he was like, "No one's judging me. What are you talking about?" And then, boom, his life back on track. He's serving the Lord. You know, um, it's just crazy how he became where he went from to where he's now. Man, that was if you don't if you didn't watch it or if you want to watch it, just go on YouTube, type in the Undertaker uh, interview. It should be like the first one that pops up. So, well, that means um, it's with. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna. I think it's with. Let me see. Pull it up and see if I can find the name of it for the people that are listening. Uh, while you're pulling up, man, I just want to take this second to say, both my Twitter and Rodney's, you know, Hot Rod's Twitter is very clean, family friendly. Um, it's because we are Christians, and if you ever having questions about about that and what it means to be a Christian, you can find us on there and seek us out, and we'll be happy to answer those questions for you. Um, just because it's it's a difficult life, and it's good to have somebody out there that you could talk to if you have any of those kind of questions. Definitely, definitely. If you if you have any of those questions, give us a hit up on Twitter or you know or whatever social media you follow us on. But yeah, so it's the Undertaker. It's his interview with Ed Young. Um, it's on YouTube. Just type in interview with Ed Young Undertaker. It's a great listen. It's about a, it's about thirty minutes. The the, the thing's an hour, but it, the interview with Undertaker is about about thirty minutes. Um, and just go on there, and listen to it, and you know if you're out there secretly, you know. Being a Christian and scared, you're not alone. You got famous people out there that, uh, you know, our, you know, profession of faith is out there. I mean, he, he goes by the Undertaker, <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, he talks about that as well, you know. But uh, just go check it out, you know. Moving on, um, <laughs> next match, Raw Tag Team Championship match, the Revolver versus Aleister Black and Ricochet. And if I, I was gonna cancel all WWE stuff if the revival lost, dude, me, dude. <laughs> me I was on my seat and I was like, please let let them cheat to win. Did you see his Twitter before the match tonight? Oh yeah, 
<laughs> where he was like, "Let's put can we please get a, uh, an actual entrance on TV?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Never mind, <laughs> dude." They, so Jim Cornette said it best: anytime you uh, you have an entrance that's not televised, like if it goes commercial and it comes back on, they're already out there. They're jobbing out, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's, and dude, he posted on Twitter. I, I die laughing, and he, they still didn't get the entrance. But um, anyway, <laughs> I actually like what they did here. I do. They actually kind of turned. They kind of turned Gable and Root kind of heel. Yeah, I don't know. It's because you know, I, 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 dude, I've always been. You can know, you can attest to this. I've always been for Bobby Root to be heel. Absolutely. Um, been dude, he's a great heel. He's a great heel. And NXT, if you didn't see it in his work, go watch it. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, you know, they came out. They came out. They watched the match outside and then the matches keep going on and then something happens to where one of the revival members get thrown outside and Bob Brood and Chad Gable just attack them, you know. And there you go, the the revival successfully defend their tag team champions again. Um, <laughs> um but I'm you know they're gonna lose at WrestleMania. I mean that's what I'm thinking. But um if even if it what? To who? Probably it's probably gonna be a triple threat match, so I'm, I'm probably they're probably gonna give it to Alex or Black and Ricochet. Man, I was hoping that they would they would give it to uh, oh my gosh, um, oh, what are their names? They, they never win. Oh, uh, Hawkins and yeah, Ryder, Ryder, Zach Ryder, and Kurt Hawkins. That'd be cool. I feel like that tag team is set up to Zack Ryder turn on Kurt Hawkins eventually. You think so? Because if you think – well, every week Kurt Hawkins loses is the one that gets pinned. Ooh, that's true. That is – I'm not remembering that. Um, like every single week, it's every week. Even tonight, he got pinned by one of the dudes. The dude. So let's think about this one. So, what is going to be Alistair Black and Ricochet's tag name? Uh, I have no idea. Dark Souls, maybe I don't know. Spot monkeys, dude. Put a t- put a t- uh, t- uh, uh, poll on Twitter later. You think so? Yeah, and see what people say. All right, we can do it. Um, so, so anyway, I give that actually give that a C. Um, just because. The match in any time match into some qualifications really kind of dumb. But a little um, move that Ricochet and Aleister Black did, you know, at the end where they like did their little flippy poses. Yeah, it's so funny because they're the exact opposite of what the you know what the revival is. Yeah. No flips, just fists. And they're like these yeah. guys over here doing these little. Flippy I poses. love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and just take a small break real quick and just go ahead and recognize that. We when me and you played WWE 2K, we got we got screwed by a ref online. Gosh, man! Are <laughs> <laughs> the screw job is real, man? Let me go. Ahead, I'm gonna tell the fans the story. So me and him are where we we play two um, against other people, and we have our own characters, and we're playing against these two guys. Right? It's a normal tag match. Normal tag. So we gotta tag in and out. There's no you can't use any weapons. If if I'm in the ring while well, He's legal. I get the five count, et cetera. The whole match, the other team, both of their guys are in the ring beating one of us up, right? The whole time. So we finally take out one of their guys, and we double team the other guy, and I go to do my finisher on him because uh, Sky Dog is legal. The ref counts to five and disqualifies us. <laughs> Dude, I was so triggered, bro. <laughs> like, the whole match, that one team had both of their dudes in the ring. That ref did nothing. He just Montreal screw job for tag team, Ooh. man. And what's bad yeah. is the match before that. It was the same team. Um, and then what happened? We got we we got screwed out of that one too. And we're like, oh, right, um, we're gonna get our redemption in this match, and we try to play by the rules. And then they just want to. I think I hit them with the. Oh, the match before that, they hit me with the sledgehammer, right? And no, no disqualification happened. That's right. So the next match, I hit them with the bat, and they disqualified me. I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" <laughs> I was like, "I got hit by a sledgehammer in the match before this." <laughs> I was like, "Ew, it wasn't good." 
I was like, we got Montreal screw jobs. You know, anyway, we, that was just a little rant for WWE 2K. We had, we had a pretty good little run when we used the revival, though. I, I think we went undefeated on that run. We did. We used revival, then we used uh, King Omega and the new Daniel Bryan. Oh, that was a great run too. But um, so the next segment. So the in in the ending Raw was so early in the night. Stephanie McMahon lifts the Becky Lynch suspension, and she says, "Um, it's going to be Becky Lynch versus Charlotte at Fastlane for the vacant women's championship." Right. So basically saying Ronda Rousey is out of the equation, okay? But she has to sign a hold harmless agreement, Becky Lynch first, because she's kind of hurt still. So they're doing that little contract signing thing. Ronda Rousey comes back, says, I never vacated the title. I was just making, I was just making you choose the right decision. And, and then Stephanie just gives it back to her. So making the fast lane match, if Ronda wins, or if, if Becky Lynch wins, she's a part of the WrestleMania match. If she loses, she's she's out. Then we get the heel turn of probably a century. <laughs> Epic. Uh, um, Ronda Rousey turns heel here. What do you think? Hey, you know what? This is, and I read a rumor today that this was in the plans. Um, but you know what? I love it. I consider me a a, a Ronda fan again because she cut a great Ooh. promo. You know what, brother? I liked it. She cut a great promo, and then you know what? She went, she, she, she went, she went crazy. She freaking put Becky in the armbar three different times. She had a great spot where she put her foot on Becky's face and held up the title. That was just classic cool to me. Um, not the cool heel. I'm not saying that. She, she's, she's definitely unlikable. Very unlikable. I mean, <laughs> obviously, Rodney's marking out right now, and he's he's, he's drinking the Kool Aid. He doesn't like her. But in all fairness, he didn't like her beforehand, um, which I'm good. <laughs> I, I didn't like the face. I didn't like the face, Ronda. <laughs> no, she looked great. Uh, it was Ronda Lesnar over here. <laughs> but she looked like, yeah, I think now she is making the full transition into Ronda Lesnar. But uh, and before we get into more on it, we didn't we didn't have a show on this, but like I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, like that freaking Twitter thing that happened with WWE. Oh yeah, man. Was like, dude, that was psycho. Like, um, people, wrestlers were tweeting different. Like, I can't. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna say some of the stuff because it has cuss words in it. But freaking Tyler Breeze tweeted at Luke Harper saying, if he sees him backstage, he's gonna beat his butt, you know. And Luke Harper was like, you're just a little b, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Ronda tweeting at at Becky saying, you know, this, you know, who cares about the script? I'll beat your butt, you know. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> uh, it was great, man. It's a fun week for WWE. Um, you know, fun week. His head was exploding somewhere. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> It was great, man. I, I love it. It's a fun week for WWE. Really, they really kept it entertaining. I don't care what they're, what they're coming out and trying to say. Um, I don't think any you know, of those guys broke character. That's exactly what they wanted to um, to promote, you know. Um, that's the kind of, kind of so um, back to that aggression. Yeah, and I like I like the heel work from uh, Charlotte here. She didn't help Ronda, or she didn't help Becky because you know she gets the advantage at at Fastlane if Becky's hurt. So let me let me ask you. Um, I liked it that too. Let me let me ask you this. It's kind of on that subject, so we could we could break it up how you want to, you know. But let me ask you this: top female heel in the company top male heel in the company or at least your favorites in each category you really know my you already know my favorite for woman shoot go for it alexa bliss top heel top woman um her heel work is just amazing and it's not you're not you're not confused you know she's a heel okay which is which is key which is important it has to be obvious um charlotte's a close second um, but Charlotte's not all the time heel. Becky, uh, Alexis Bliss has been healed the whole time. Okay. So, um, sticking with that. Favorite heel man? Uh, ooh, that's a good one. That's tough. A lot of options. This gotta be Daniel Bryan, man. Cause, I don't know, man. Ah, Samoa Joe. Ooh. 
Samoa Joe because his mic work is amazing and he's been healed the whole time too. So um, I just wish he would get some more pushing, some more pushes and wins. <laughs> well, those are good picks, man. So yeah, it's got to be Lex and Samoa Joe. Their mic worker is amazing as a heel. So it's got it's all about mic work, you know. Like when when I mean, shoot, now I'm thinking Elias though too. I don't know. What's yours? Let's go with yours. What do you, what do you got? Okay. Um, let's see. Female. Ladies first. Um, Not Jax. No, sir. What's crazy about the women I've noticed is they kind of do a lot of flip-flopping. Um, I would say... Except one. I would say if, if, if we're counting WWE as a whole... I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler. Ooh, Shayna Baszler. Probably my favorite female heel. Um, she's just got it all. She's scary. She's legitimate. She seems real. Well, dang. Now that we're thinking all the WWE as a whole, I might change my guy, to, uh, my man, to Tommaso Ciampa. Great pick. That's a great pick. What? That's a great pick. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I thought we were talking about just – I'm there with you. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking about him as a whole, and I just got to say, man, um, yeah, I mean, Shayna Baszler is probably probably number one. Number two is probably going to be going to be Charlotte, just because what you said, the kind of inconsistencies, a little bit of gray area. Recently, her heel work's been amazing. Um, and, and as far as the guy because when I say when I say gray area, like how she attacked Ronda at SummerSlam when she was a heel already, you kind of made and because because you, you kind of thought she was like a face. Right. Because when um, Becky picked her to replace her, they they gave each other like a hug or whatever. Yeah, I'm there with you. you. Know? So I'm I'm just like, what? Okay, <laughs> little little gray area. As far as the guys, man, that that is a hard one. I do think mic work is a big component, but for me, it has to have the in ring work too. You have to in the ring. You have to tell the story of a heel. You have to sell like a heel. You have to be over dramatic. Yeah. Um, I, man, I'm excited. I'm very excited about Batista. I'm very excited about Batista's, um, what he's going to do. I think he has a tremendous ceiling, very high ceiling. Um, but as far as right now, I gotta go with the champion, man. I got to go with Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan. He's got it. I like some Bryan Danielson. Bryan Danielson, yeah. I got I got to go with uh, the American Dragon, Bryan Danielson. Um, he just – Is this better than his no he'll work? 100%. When he was no? 150%. No. That was, that, was, that was terrible compared to this. Um, Dude, oh, oh, man. I saw – oh, what did I – it was on Twitter. Oh, I'm trying to think. It said I gotta go look at it. It said they should add somebody to Herman Rowan. They should be called the Nation of Conversation. <laughs> but I forgot who the person that they said to add to it was. Like his stable. The Nation of Conversation. I was dying when I saw it, dude. I think Rusev is gonna be a good heel. He will lean into it and quit trying to play this. You mean the job squad? Yeah, job squad. I, I think if he can accept it, he's getting jobbed out because he has a terrible attitude. Yeah, is Shinsuke getting jobbed out? He hasn't done anything. What now? <laughs> how, 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 well, how come Shinsuke is getting jobbed out? He hasn't done anything. I don't know, man. I really don't know the answer to that one. Um, besides, I mean, we're freaking, we're freaking Dolph Ziggler to go. I don't know. I know he's doing a comedy tour right now. He was. He's in the land. He's in the land of Bray Wyatt. Wherever that dude is. Yeah, he's pretty wild, man. Uh, I wonder when he's going to return. I really don't care. I wasn't a fan of him at all. You didn't like – oh, he's like one of my favorites. Dude. I love Bray Wyatt. Jobber. I mean, he was – I mean, he's the greatest jobber of the world. Like, the greatest jobber ever to win the title. He was He was not but, a monster heel. I don't care what anybody says. He was not – for one year. No, if they, if, if they did what I said they should have done in the beginning, he would have been a monster heel – Instead of Brock Lesnar and in the streak, it should have been Bray Wyatt. 
Yeah, but then that'd be the regret of the century because what are you talking about? He'd been a, the, the greatest person. He, his character fits the thing to end the streak. This time last year, he was cool. <laughs> Why? Because he was in the, the leader of worlds, dude. Because that was over. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the broken gimmick. But um. Anyway, the reason why I am is not because of the gimmick in in WWE, but the whole behind the scenes broken universe. You know, um, Senior Benjamin and all the characters Maxwell, Max Maxwell, um, and the first, um, the first match they did with versus Brother Nero. Yeah, that was great, man. That was that was really awesome. Dude, and since we're on a rant, like, why is my girl not on Raw tonight? Like, why didn't we have a moment of bliss at all or anything? I was so mad. Great point. We didn't get get any of that. We've been getting that each week, and that's been a little moment of bliss for me. But I don't. But she's. I think they said she was. I know she's been hurt, but like, why is she not wrestling? Like, what the heck? She's like one of your best women heels. Like. Oh, oh, and by the way, I don't know if you ever read why Alan Anderson got fired either. But I heard about that. That just makes me upset, man. That makes me sad. Because um, he let somebody wrestle drunk. I mean, Here's Jeff Hardy did it. He let a complete underneath talent do it. I mean, Alicia Fox is my least favorite diva or whatever. Probably, probably, my, probably my least favorite. Whatever they're called anymore. Um, yeah. My least favorite. I mean, just terrible. The wig. I mean, I don't know if that wig is designed to give her heat because it gets a lot of heat with me. It's like a convenience store Seven Eleven wig. Yeah. And it's never on. It's it's always crooked. <laughs> you're so funny, dude. You you're you're roast are savages. Savage roast. I mean, why is she nine feet tall with a you know with a six foot neck like? <laughs> Man, neck, you're so funny. Her neck has heat with me. <laughs> Attitude error heat. <laughs> no, but no, I'm serious. It's throwing, throwing trash. Like, throwing, th- throwing trash into the ring heat. Which um, happened over? Which happened since we've since we've talked last? MLW. Jim Cornette came back to as, as commentary, and then did you see the end of that show? No, I didn't. Oh, brother, you got to look it up, man. At least I will. Dude, it is. It is. It is. What do you think eat. about? Go ahead. What do you think about uh, Honky Tonk Man and Tori Wilson being in the whole thing? I'm gonna kind of echo some of our brothers over at Slop Drop. Who the heck is going to introduce him? He's buried everybody King. in the WWE. King, his cousin. It has to be the Jared King, They hate each other. To- yeah, I remember, you know, the stuff started coming out and saying that, remember he said the Hall of Fame was a piece of crap or was bull crap? I know. But then he tweeted out, you know, make one mistake and everyone judges you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was think, like, I think I'm, you... I'm going to side with what the guys over at Slop Drop said. I mean, just a shout out to those guys, but um, I listened to their most recent podcast. They had the same question and they think Jimmy Hart's going to have to be it because he's the only guy that he's even remotely friends with anymore. And they got Tori Wilson, which it could be anybody for her. Yeah. Um, probably, I would say, it should be Jamie Noble. It should be Christian. Or Where's my dude Christian at? Or it could be Billy Kidman. You know, they were together for a long time. Jamie Noble <laughs> and Billy Kidman? Billy Kid? You, do you remember Billy Kidman? You don't remember Kidman? Of course I remember Kidman, but that's just the most And the, he, she, she was like his manager for like ever. Oh, to introduce uh, – okay, I see what you're saying. Jamie Noble is a time, man. producer. And he's an agent now, I think. Yeah. I just saw him last week. Jay, Jay and Jay Security. I mean, how about Tajiri? I mean, we're just throwing random names out there. Yeah. Yeah, Tajiri. <laughs> um, I don't know, Don Marie. Yeah, but, <laughs> let's talk about who should be in there. Christian, why, where's he at? Yeah. Why is Christian not in the Hall of Fame? Inducted Christian. Dude, I saw Lance Storm post. Lance Storm posted on the, on like he's like everyone's mad about Hockey Talk Man and and Troy Wilson getting in the Hall of Fame because they don't belong there. 
looks like Gua said name a couple people that don't belong there. He was like the junkyard dog and all that stuff. Ooh. I was like, dang. <laughs> Savage. I love his podcast. I love his post on Twitter. <laughs> Him and the guy that that owns TNA right now, who used to be Oh my gosh, what was his name in WWF? He was a complete underneath talent. But uh you know who I'm talking about, Jericho's friend. He's like the guy, yeah. guy over at TNA right now. Cat yeah. Callus, Don Callis. Yeah, they have a great podcast, man. If you haven't checked it out, they just roast people and roast the business, and they don't bury people. Um, they give them their due. It's an honest critique. But yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, pretty much the world of wrestling. I don't think we missed anything so far. The only other thing is Luke Perry passed away today. Um, rip. Yeah, that's pretty sad. I heard, uh, um, I some dirt sheet news. What's up? Michael Cole is rumored to be leaving WWE soon. For what? I don't know. Maybe he's just tired of sucking. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe tired of saying stuff like the Ambrose's contract expired. <laughs> it's boss time. Yeah, he didn't say the big dog at all tonight. I don't think. They're not saying big dog um, anymore. <laughs> um, I, I like Corey Graves a lot more anyway. My call's always been a tool. I hate Corey Graves. I love him, man. Probably because they don't like the fact that he cheated on his wife with Carmella. Man, none of that's my business. That's what I was saying. He's one of my favorite people of all time. I mean, if, I, if you had a chance to sleep with Carmella, would you? Yes. All right, then. <laughs> no, but dead serious, though, like, I don't know of any of that to be true. Yeah, me either. Like it's just a mad rumor. Rumor, you know. Um, I don't know what's true, what's not true. That's none of my business. What happens between that? But at the same time, if I'm judging him off his commentary, he does great. He gets, he's annoying, which I like. Um, but it's in a smart way. He references. Okay, freaking funny, dude. It's not like Evans annoying. Um, he actually makes sense, and he references a lot of funny subjects. So, I mean. Uh, well, look at there's there's Byron, which is just a robot. Uh, I like the other guy that's like super exciting. That's always like he's like doing NXT stuff all the time. I always thought he would be like the next JR. Mark Ronaldo. Yeah, he was good back in two, two thousand sixteen. He was when he, he he does like boxing in UFC too. So oh yeah, yeah, he does all that kind of cool stuff. Um, but I like him. I thought he was always gonna be the next JR because he's like freaking exciting, dude. Like he's excited about wrestling. Breaking news, um, you heard it here first on Heel Radio. As of 14 minutes ago, King Kong Bundy has passed away. Oh, that's sad. Yep. Seriously? That's serious. Man, that's – oh, he's a legend. I'm going to go watch some of his stuff on the network. Sad, man. That is sad. He is gone. Um, did you – you know, what's it, what's it called – Um. Harley Race was rumored to have like terminal cancer, but then Ric Flair came out and said that that's not true. Mm. On Twitter, so I'm glad that's that's not cool. I mean, I'm glad that's that's not you know true. Mm. Oh yeah, dude, Twitter's blowing up about it now. Wow, dude, that's sad. What? what way to end the podcast on a sad note, Sky Dog? Well, I mean, um. Apparently, he invented the uh, JR invented the five count based off of King Kong Bundy. Um, they're gonna do a five bell salute. I'm seeing all kind of crazy stuff right now. That's very sad. Yeah, I'm. I'm. So, oh, look, <laughs> real quick, Lacey Evans. Um, I came. I saw. I wasn't impressed. Blana responded. I stay not impressed. <laughs> no, um, but no, I would like to do like what you, whatever you're saying. I don't know, hit them up, hit those those pod guys, up, podcast guys up, and let's see if we can get something together. I mean, um, yeah. And if, if you guys didn't know out there, Sky Dog is officially a full time part of Heel Radio now, so that's pretty cool. Um, yes, expect a lot of big changes coming to the podcast. Um, we're going to probably try looking at changing some of the intro music, the actual. Uh, 
we're gonna change up maybe the little what it the, what it looks like the the what what am I looking for the uh, the picture of Hill Radio the what the logo yeah um try to make it more Hill looking like right now I don't know if anybody's ever noticed but I always made the joke it looks like Hulk Hogan's colors and he was never I mean he was Hill later but not at the red and yellow <laughs> um but I mean like I said follow us on Twitter um my my personal Twitter is Rodney Dyer twenty four. You can also follow us at Hill Radio One, and then at Skydog. Um, his Twitter, um, it's it's, it's just Skydog, right? Just add Skydog. Yeah, add Skydog. They were always sitting, posting pictures. Did you get that picture I sent you of Triple H when he was in WCW? Oh yeah. Um, was it was it <laughs> rising? Well, it was. Um, hold on, it was Paul, Gene Paul Levesque. Wow. That's what he was in WCW. Um, but we're always posting stuff. We're always making funny comments on on, on wrestlers' things. Um, we're, you know, um, we just try to see who will respond to us, which is always a fun game to play on Twitter. <laughs> um, but just send us a send us a tweet, man. If you want us to talk about something, tweet it. Say, hey, talking about this. Doesn't have to be all wrestling. We can talk about something else. We know we both watch all kinds of sports. Um, you know, we we're always actively on Twitter. Um, we, this is also going to be on YouTube, so check us out on YouTube. Um, and if you're listening and you subscribe to our YouTube channel, it, it recently went up from 24 to 48 subscribers in like two days. Appreciate that. Um, appreciate you know going subscribing. Um, if you want to follow this pod, like. Uh, support this podcast when you click on it, it would say support. Um, just give us a support. Um, it's either 99 cents, 499 or 899. Um, it's, it's, you know, it takes a lot of work to actually do this stuff. We have to edit stuff out and, um, you know, so just help us out if you can, we don't have to, but we, you know, we appreciate it. Um, and we just, you know, we just like doing this for fun. Um, what, anything else you have to add, you want to talk, you want to say to any yeah, man, I just want to uh, just thank everybody just for the continued support. Uh, um, I'm, uh, I'd like to introduce a new segment where I say a Jerry Lawler one-liner. <laughs> Puppies! So um, he's one of the funniest guys. Uh, <laughs> he's one of the funniest guys, in my opinion. Um, so I got this page of, like, just Jerry Lawler one-liners. And... Uh, I'm about to just throw one out there, okay? Um, okay, here we go. So this is during a Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie match. He says, like, <laughs> pass the bread. Here comes the baloney. Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie are trying to wrestle. <laughs> Dude, Hill Waller on commentary is probably the best thing ever. Absolutely, man. No, he just he goes hard on people like in the in your house pay per view. Oh, yeah. he's on when yeah. he's on commentary, it's just a road session. Like, I don't even he's not even calling the match. He's just making fun of people the whole time. Yeah. Best talkers out there. But I, yeah, I love that. I just appreciate everybody. That's that's my Jerry the King Lawler heel one liner. Um, and like I told everyone, uh, I was coming out with a schedule. Um, since since Skydog's gonna be full time Monday and Tuesday, obviously gonna be Raw and SmackDown reviews. But throughout the week, um, you came up with this idea actually. Yeah. You know, we can review um uh WWE Network pay per view. Um, and I'm a, I'm totally totally down with that. If you guys want us to specifically review a uh a pay per view of your choice, just tweet at us. Um, we'll do that pay per view. But if not, we'll just pick one randomly and review it. If that's um, something that you still want to do, Sky Dog. Loving it, man. Great idea. Um, what was your idea? So there you go. Oh, well, um, you did a on here. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but like I said, we're, we're, you know, we're just trying to grow. Um, go follow, what is it, Slop Dog? Is that what you said it was? Uh, it's a Slop Drop. You know, the move from, uh, from, uh, oh, what is his name? The guy from Arkansas, the, the two wrestlers. I'm just, why am I so out of my head tonight, man? I don't know. It's um, the name of the finishing move. 
But anyway, it's from oh the God ones. Go- the God ones. Henry O. Godwin. It was his finishing move, slop drop, and he was built out of Arkansas. Hold on, I'm going to my thing here and checking it out real quick. Um, hold on. So yeah, on Twitter, go follow them at the Slop Drop One. Um, it's a Slop Drop podcast. Give them a uh, listen. Um, you can you know find them on Facebook.com as well. Um, you know, subscribe to them. They're on iTunes, Twitter, Anchor, and uh, so just follow them. Um, you know, they're just another wrestling podcast as well. Um, just go over there and and hit them up, listen to their stuff. Um, but uh, other than that, I mean, I don't think I got any other any other stuff um, as far as wrestling news goes. Yeah, man. Um, but we'll we'll be back on tomorrow night for the SmackDown review. And we'll probably back out through the week um, as far as, uh, you know, doing that pay-per-view review, stuff like that. So, um, so if that's all you had, that's all I have. Dang. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Sure. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. Um, we appreciate everything you guys do. We love you guys. I'm out. Yes, sir.